Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star Wars Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Lander. Hello. April Ballins. Hi there. Sam Quattro. Hello. We're talking the March 24th episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil today. Yada Yada Berries, Down by the River, The Ponyhead Show, and Surviving the Spider Bites that aired on the Disney app and Disney XD this morning. Uh, Star Weekly on Sundays here, and we'll be covering it every week uh, on Sundays here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. Or our YouTube is YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Um, some... Uh, silly but interesting, I'd say, episodes to get into uh, this week, um, each with uh, kind of a unique twist to them. So kind of interested to see all of our takes on these episodes. Spoilers for these episodes. Make sure you've seen all four of them. Michelle, what do you think of this week of Star episodes? Uh, um, well, I feel bad because this is the first um, podcast I've done on the new season. And I don't even know if this is a hot take, but I'm not... I mean, I have a lot of, like, feelings about this season, and most of them aren't great feelings, so, mm, I don't know, I feel like, so I actually watched all the episodes to catch up, like, in the past two hours, so it all feels very fresh, and my general impression is, like, so the majority of these episodes have very rambly plots for, like, most of it. And then at the very end, a lot of times there's, like, a really nice emotional beat or, like, you know, a character makes a really good observation or something endearing happens. But it's so rambly in the middle so many times. And why do they do that? That is my number one question. Why so much ramble? <laughs> Why so much ramble? And, and Michelle, I, the, that was the exact same thing I was going to say. The, oh, all really? Four, all four yeah. of these episodes are nine minutes of uh, zany yeah. and two minutes of plot at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same format for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but this it could be good, though. So, I don't know. We'll see if, uh, if other people like them. Well, April, what did you think? Um. So, I don't know if you know this, but Mumins do not like monsters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you saying that's the Revelation. summary this week? <laughs> yes, that's that's my summary. Or yeah, that's my summary this week is. But like, that's basically what every. I mean, the only one that kind of didn't touch on that was Down by the River. But even still, like, like every episode, it was just kind of like the same thing. Like, oh, like humans don't like monsters, and they don't like that Eclipse's queen now. Like, okay, we got that. Like whatever amount of weeks ago. So I guess I was a little bit disappointed just because, like, we didn't get any sort of progression. Like, I think that they could have had, like, a really great opportunity in the Ponyhead show to give, like, Eclipsa, like, you know, I mean, she got the one, like, from that little kid at the end, but, like, if that could have been, like, a turning point or something along those lines. And I guess... We kind of like get more into into surviving the spider bites, um, and then stars being a little sneaky sneak. So that's something new, I guess. Um, didn't know the thing about uh, Glosserix. Uh, I don't know what they were, silkworms or whatever. Why, why are we talking about Glosserix silkworms? We're not. Well, <laughs> we will get into it. Yeah, we'll get to it. But because of the Book of Shadows thing, like. That could have been really important information to know, like, um, a while ago, because we could we could have been rebuilding, like, so many different things, but I guess we're just going to keep that to ourselves. 
Um, but uh, I guess upon like second watch through it, it, I was very surprised that down by the river was like my favorite episode. Interesting. (laughs) So, uh, at least I really enjoyed it like more so the second time around. So that stood out to me. Um, and not just because moon was in it because the first time I watched it, I was just like, Oh, moon, like, why are you being so terrible in this episode? But I get it. She's been queen for forever. Uh, and she needs a break. We all do. But, but yeah, so, uh, I, I, again, humans don't like monsters. They really don't like Globgor, too. Yes. To yeah, they fair. hate him the most. Yeah. <laughs> right uh, did, did, did we save Toffee's finger? Is that, was that a thing? Like, is that still, or is that, because I was thinking it's April's like, can we reconstruct Toffee? Like, because I've always been lobbying for it. <laughs> can we, can we that, do that? That was my favorite, like, I guess plot was the whole thing with Toffee. So yeah, yeah let's right. rebuild Toffee. Like, okay, that was rebuild. the only thing I was thinking. He was a legit this. villain, at least. He yeah. was. Also, oh. we got to randomly see Rastacore. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about Rastacore. Poor Rastacore. <laughs> okay, Sam, what did you think of these episodes? Surprisingly enough, I was also not a fan of... <laughs> <laughs> I just... So, political intrigue in fiction isn't my favorite thing, just in general. Uh, and that's basically what these episodes were just stacked episodes of how to up your approval ratings or about like reparations and stuff like that and not to say that those things especially the reparations like aren't important it just kind of bogs it down having them all at once i think i feel like maybe if they were spaced out you know have one this sunday one next sunday but that's not what we're doing it might have been more easier to digest but given that it wasn't, I just, I wasn't into it. I, I guess Down by the River, I would say, was my quote-unquote most favorite one out of the four. But that's not giving it too much credit, because I didn't really like any of them. <laughs> wow, really? okay. okay, I'll defend the, I'll defend the episodes here, because my my first observation was the thing Michelle said, which is they all have the same format. But, they do, um, after- uh, after that, though, I some look some episodes of Star I'm really not into. Uh, that was none of these. I thought all four of these episodes had at least something that I was really interested in. So um, these are not like the worst of Star for me. I think these are like average Star episodes that each like spin get, go in an interesting direction. At the end, it's like very annoying that they're all the same thing with the the format. But um, like I was like really not into Down by the River for most of it. But then it's like. Oh, they're reconstructing like a human Muni Kingdom at the end. That's kind of I, interesting. That's what I hate, though. I, this is this is more frustrating than if it was just a bad episode through and through. It's like it's so rambly, and then they'll hit you with an actually interesting thing for the last like two minutes, and you sit there after thinking, "Oh, but like, what if this was the whole episode? I would have been so much better." Like that infuriates me way more. Because it's like, yeah. well, clearly they have really good stuff here, but they're not pacing their episodes out with the good stuff. They're holding that off for the end to give you to, like a high point to end off on. But it's that's part of the weird new formula, too. That's definitely valid. Um, I think Star is kind of always just frustratingly zany for me. So this is this is par for the course that certainly we haven't followed this exact format uh to, to to this extent before but i i don't know i guess i'd prefer at least for the podcast to have the interesting thing at the end to talk about um you know pony ed show is definitely like zaniness and then at the end we have this eclipse song and like that's like whoa this is like very different from the rest of the episode 
Um, but I really like the Eclipse song, and I think that's fantastic. I and then the, spe- the Eclipse yeah, yeah, and then the, the Spider Bites episode is like Zaniness showing around the castle, and then oh, at the end, it's like oh, this is Eclipse more uh, morally gray Eclipse stuff, and yet she rectifies it, and there's a movement in, in terms of her um, as queen. Um, I think Yada Yada Berries is the most consistent. From I feel like that's my favorite because it's like a very typical episode of Star. It's just uh, Star being nuts and Star and Marco doing stuff. I'm fine with that. I'm like this. My main complaint about Star is uh, as the show is when Star and Marco aren't doing stuff. So this episode is like they're not doing interesting things, but they're doing things. So that's fine. Uh, and they're <laughs> they're they, nice they, busy work. <laughs> yeah, they're Star. Star's being nuts. She's great. And then at the end, there is kind of like oh. Uh, uh, Eclipse is uh, going to try to earn the human stress, but it's less of a, that's less of a, like, thing. it's more of just, like, a slight plot advancement at the end. So I think, like, Yada Yada Berries is, like, the, mo- the most consistent. Um, I also, I think the end of Pony Ed show makes it special. I think that episode has a lot going for it. Um, interested to see why, uh, what we're to, it's latching onto and down by the river, although I certainly think it's, like, when it comes together, it's, like, very interesting. And the Spider Bites episode has a lot there, too, with, like, a lot of uh, plot, of, that's, that's the most plot-heavy episode, is the Spider Bites episode. So I I think each episode has has some interesting things uh, and, and valid points to it. That being said, I wasn't on, I didn't host last week's podcast, so I want to talk about Ransom Graham uh, for like five seconds because that's like one of my favorite episodes of Star ever. And uh, <laughs> oh, of course it is. And you, you're just a fan of Marco's abs too. That's what that. Well, means. of course, isn't everyone? But what I'm really a fan of is a bisexual star butterfly, which is the greatest thing ever. And uh, I can't believe that we did that. And if, if, even if we don't do anything else with it, it's like huge and fantastic. And I will always have this episode. But if they make an arc out of this with Star, it would be the best thing ever for this season. So I'm really hoping for that. No, no advancement this week on the Bi Star arc. But she was certainly by in Instagram. Um, and also, I have one other thing I want to say. I want to talk to the Star fandom for a second. Um, <laughs> shout out to that Lake House Fever Star fandom. Uh, you're, so, <laughs> you're so you're so annoyed. That was a good episode. I it hate was. Tom Star. No, I, it was a good episode. I despise Tom Star. That's a good episode. Just shut up. Like, this, why is why do I go to the Star Reddit and the te- first of all terrible oh. place? The top yeah, twenty five yeah. posts are all about Lake House Fever, and everyone's tweeting at Darren like, uh, like it was a good episode. And can we talk about Ransom Graham? And star being by that's the bigger that's the bigger thing here. St- shut up about Tom Star. Okay. Like, <laughs> what was, were they even mad about? Like what was not good about it was the Tom episode? Star? That's why. <laughs> that's the reason. The- yeah, that's the whole <laughs> reason. It is oh, such. Oh. It, I agree. It is such a good episode. And even in last week's podcast, I was like, okay, look, everyone knows that I love Starco, and Starco is my end game. But like this episode was great. So. There's so much, and and that's that's I like I I feel Michelle on the season being a little down so far, but I think Ransom Graham and Lake House Fever are special episodes, so I think like that's 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 good that both of those are here. I do that's like definitely one of the best Tom episodes, the best Tom Tom Star episode. Like it's it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, I, I there we there's some them, some promise to the season so far, and uh, let's not get caught up in the shipping. We all know Starko's happening at the end. Uh, it's fine if we're they're, they're baiting Tom Star to the maximum. Whatever, <laughs> if it's good episodes, it's okay. I'm glad I'm uh, not 13 anymore. I don't. Right. I, I, don't I don't do this. I'm over it. Over it. Okay. Okay. But back to these episodes. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I want to start with. Um, let's. Uh, I guess we let's talk about Down by the River because I'm most interested <laughs> in why you guys. <laughs> I just love the name Down by the River. It really conjures up an image, doesn't it? April, what did you? What was your favorite parts of this episode? Um, my favorite part is of is the end 
when like Moon snaps. <laughs> And she's like, well, there's, like, also a whole lot of, like, great little lines and stuff like that. Like the, what is it? Like, whenever Moon uses the fact that she gave birth to their child against River, like, that's great. But, like, I love when she snaps and she vil- she makes the strawberry death pies. Um, and, like, the entire, and then she also built a mo, and he's like, oh, you caught alligators, and she's like, what? No, I speak alligator, and then we get Moon speaking alligator again, yeah. and then they also have the watchtower, or, and there was the catapult, too, but I love the, like, the entire time, because you can just tell that River is falling even more in love with his wife in this entirety. <laughs> Because he's he's like, this just keeps getting better and better. Like, first the pies explode, then there's a pie catapult, now she's speaking alligator, like, it's just great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, like, it's a little, it's a, like, zany part, and even, like, what is it, the part where the kid is, like, screaming... Like, first off, my ovaries dried up, but then, like, <laughs> and, and, like, and my husband's like, what is that noise? And I was like, this is our oh, potential no. future. Don't you love it? Like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, no, April, our children will never behave that way. And I was like, you don't know that. Like, I'm kind of crazy. So, <laughs> but also my, my other part, the other reason why I liked it was because, like, it, it didn't, like, do that whole, like, like all all the other episodes are all like, oh my gosh, humans hate, like, monsters and everything. And we didn't, like, talk about that in this episode. Like, that, fam- uh, that family was just like, it, they were like, oh, like, we just got kicked out of our house. But, like, never at the point they were just like, oh, I hate monsters. Like, everyone else seems to be doing whenever, like, the topic gets brought up. They're just like, oh, yeah, like, we just got kicked out of our house. And we're just doing the best and trying to make it, like, happen where it seems like... All the rest of Muni just wants to sit there and, like, sulk and be depressed and be like, monsters suck, instead of just, like, adopting the change. So that's why I liked this episode. Like, props to that family for doing the best they can. It was a really interesting start to the episode. We, like, had several minutes just focusing on this this Mutant family um, and them getting kicked out of their house. Um, yeah, Sam, what did you like about them, by the way? I liked that, okay, so it kind of went into this messy issue of, uh, what do you call it? I mentioned it earlier, reparations, and, like, Mm. sort of, you know, giving people their land back, but what happens to the people who were living there, and then, it's, it's a hard issue that I personally am not well equipped to talk about personally, and who's to say if the episode did right by it? I just thought it was interesting that, you know, this is on Star, and it kind of follows with the deeper issues that the episode has, not the episode, the series has been playing on for the past season or so. That's what I like most about it. I wasn't too much of a fan of the screaming children. That also... <laughs> remembers it. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm t- mm. No, kids, you know, they scream, that's okay. I just don't like to hear it my, myself. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of the pie bombs, and that's from, that's a SpongeBob thing. I, it, like, I don't know, like, is it possible just like the theme of something and the idea of something and not the execution? Cause that's my issue with this. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's valid. 
Um, also, now that you mention it, I guess Down by the River is all about Israel and Palestine or uh, uh, any, yeah, <laughs> any, or any or other co- co- any co- colonialism, right? Or like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of what they're going for with uh, the right. It's always been like a, a, an, an allegory, the the Mutant Monsters plotline, and this yeah. is this is one of the most concrete things we've done with it. I think there's a lot there. That's interesting. Um, the the thing the thing that the like I mentioned that most came together at the end of this episode is like um is the, this idea that Moon is starting her own anti eclipse uh, like kingdom basically like a, a Mumin kingdom she's building her castle back she's amassing Mumin followers this is the implication um, wow. so so like while uh, Eclipse uh, has the monster temple and is a very monster centric place as detailed in the Spider Bites episode um, with all like the monster culture that was displayed. That's like it's like I guess Muni's uh, officially a monster kingdom now, but um, it's it's like Moon is is unintentionally kind of centering around this this building back up the human kingdom, um, and it's mm-hmm. that kind of came out of nowhere at the end. But it's it really interesting makes think. way to move the season. It certainly seems like that's going to be a big thing to come, and we're building towards like a Moon versus Eclipsa. Um, human civil war. I don't know. Oh, no, I like that. They should just like live in harmony. You know why is that so hard? I feel like I mean, it's gonna be one of those like situations where like Moon's doing it like unbeknownst to her, and so like Eclipse will conf- confront her and be like, "Why are you like building like you know all these people against me?" And Moon like. I- Moon just wants to care for people, I guess, or that's kind of what they give the impression of. And so it seems like, like, because she's just trying to care for all of these people, because that's what she's done, you know, her entire life or ever since she took the throne, that, like, it's going to put her in this situation that she probably doesn't want to be in. or it, And it's going to look bad on her, even though she's just trying to do something good. Yeah, it doesn't seem like this is something Moon's intentionally doing. That's very important. And Moon's, uh, it's, there's, there's no, like, hint of Moon's attitude being, um, power hungry or antagonistic to Eclipse at any part of this episode. Um, right. Like, yeah. I don't think she's anti monster at this point. She's just not pro Eclipse. She just doesn't trust her personally. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. And, like, will, I don't know. Is there going to be like a human? If Moon tries to put a stop to their building back up of a uh, human colonies, uh, is that, is that going to be a plot point? How deep are we going with this? Is this is this political thing going to be a major part of the season? I think uh, it'll it'll be determined if at one point because it seems like every time someone calls Moon like Your Majesty, she always corrects them, and I think like a turning point is going to be whenever she just doesn't correct them anymore, and then that's how like that's going to set it off, like that's going to set like set it on fire. Yeah, interesting. Interesting to see what we do with um, Moon here. I guess the point. Looking back in the first podcast, I was like, I really hate if Moon, the Moon, like going missing plotline was resolved. I didn't like that either. It was so dumb. Immediately resolved, and there's no consequence. I guess the yeah, point like write her out so that she can like start over, start fresh. Like she loses her memories. That's in service of her going like uh, not as a queen. Um, but I don't know. I'm not convinced that that was necessary to to get rid of her and then bring her back immediately for, to to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. It, 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 that being said, I think this direction for Moon is pretty interesting. So regardless of how we got here, um, this this is this is an interesting place to take this this character. Um, yeah, April number one number one Moonstone. What are you predicting here? Um, I don't know. I think 
it's gonna end up being Moon's just gonna be in a situation she didn't intend to be in, which is gonna be like on the side that's not with Eclipsa and with Star, for that matter. Um, and which would be really sad if we ended up because that seem that seems like we would just be circling back around for Moon because. We started with Moon and, like, no monsters and, like, you know, she was queen and all of that stuff. And so she got to enforce that. And, it like, if we circle back around to that, which it kind of seems like we might be doing, that would just be so disappointing to, like, take your all of this character development and, like, land it nowhere. So Yeah, I'm sure we'll go. We'll be doing some interesting. The show seems committed to Moon here. Yeah, uh, which is exciting because I really thought we like we're just gonna write her off. So I think we speculated that like, are we just writing Moon off here? Like, uh, yeah, she's just gonna go live down by the river. Yeah, river. she's gonna be happy <laughs> with her corn or whatever. even when she goes missing, it's like, is she, will she be gone the entire season? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that's I wondered, but no. <laughs> I mean, okay, what do you guys think the um the overarching like theme of this season is? Because other than Eclipsa kind of just like getting the good graces of, you know, the other humans and monsters, I don't really see a connecting thing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think yeah. it's what you guys have been saying. It's or April or whatever. It's it's all about humans versus monsters, and then Eclipsa, like what whatever we're doing. The Eclipsa morally gray stuff. We've been leaning into that again, and that she's gonna. That's going to be something. Um, it's very like at the end, the big thing at the end of the last episode is Star doesn't fully trust Eclipsa. So uh, the, should we trust Eclipsa? This was kind of the original thing about her character. And we're back to here in full force. Um, certainly expecting the season to revolve more around that. Uh, is Eclipsa going to be? We don't have a villain. Is Eclipsa our villain? Right. Like, I think that's what a lot of people are expecting. Um, that's what I was fully expecting at last season. And then it was like, oh, we're not doing that. But now we still don't have a villain, right? So it's like, are we freeing Globgor? Is Eclipse just our villain? Um, and then how will this Newman's Monsters com- conflict come into play? Like, aren't, like, we on the side of monsters in this? Are the Newman's the villain? Is Moon going to be the villain unintentionally? Like, I don't know. Maybe um, the villain was monarchy as a political system. Right. Ooh. Probably we'll go to democracy at the end. That's how these things tend to work. Um, but uh, who, who are we electing? Um, Manfred. That's uh, at the end. Uh, no. no. <laughs> We're going to elect the one-eared cat. Obviously, he would be the best Michelle, what did you think of starting the episode from the perspective of this Newman family? Uh, what were you thinking as that was happening? Uh, well, my initial reaction was, who are these people? Oh, no, is this the whole episode? I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if I like them enough for that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I liked, um, I mean, when it, when the, it reveals that the mon- it used to be their house, I'm like, yeah, like, everything's monster-sized. Did you not wonder about that? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's a good point. And, like, April's saying, they, they, they do kind of, they're not, you know vengeful about it or like begrudging the monsters like oh no yeah i guess that checks out that's your house we'll we'll go and they do and then they just wreak havoc on moon instead which is kind of hilarious but i I thought it was a fine episode i was like a little surprised that moon didn't initially try to help them but i guess i mean at this point yeah she She's not, she doesn't think of herself as a leader if she's not queen, I guess, is the thing. But clearly she can still be a leader and she probably will be. But it took the episode for her to be like, oh, yeah, I I can help you. And now you won't get in the way because you know how to plant things and barbecue, I guess. Is that what 
Star's barbecue, dad. Barbecue teaching. rocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're barbecuing. They have all the skills they need to survive. Yeah, I guess, the, yeah, that's a good point. The episode is bringing Moon to a place where she's ready to be trying to help others uh, again after just, like, isolating herself before. Um, and uh, at the, be- the beginning, it's like, oh, is this the whole episode? And then it's like, oh, they're back? I, I, was, I was very surprised. First, I thought it would... They would have the whole episode from the Maisley's perspective. Then didn't expect them to be in the entire episode once they go away. So, is, and then, you know, the, the twist ending, it was an interesting episode. So, I, I not my favorite, but I'll, there's a lot here. And it was a notable episode of Star. I guess the only other thing I've uh, we haven't covered is this exchange with Moon and River. Um, River's like, why why me? I got all the wood for our fence. And the Moon's like, I gave birth to our child. And then she's like, I can't believe that still works. Um, (laughs) it shall always work it's always going to be true (laughs) yeah that's uh yeah the moon speaking alligator i thought that was that was good callback too to the the lying yeah okay let's talk uh yada yada berries michelle's very eager to talk about the cat um from (laughs) there are multiple cats but that was the only one that the assassin named so i have to assume it's the most important cat uh by what metric the, the, it has a name and none of the other cats do. So, like, you, you choose the most special one to name, obviously. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The most special to uh, Babs. Yeah, to Babs. Okay. Um, we start. <laughs> okay, okay. We start with the the Queen's monster breakfast, um, and uh, someone's trying to poison Eclipsa. Yada yada Eclipsa. Um, yada yada berries. It's a very star concept. Uh, yes, it really is. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it. It's not like a Seinfeld rats, and yet it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 weird. And uh, then basically we're just this is an excuse for us to do Star Investigator, Starco Investigations. Uh, that's this episode. I love it. And um, there's Rastacor. Uh, we he's small. You except know, for if, one arm. Except for one arm. <laughs> one if, arm. If, if we thought this was going to be a major plotline, doesn't seem like it. No, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> I think the show wanted to prove that they didn't straight up murder him. So they're like, we'll bring him back for a second to show that he's like kind of okay. He's not completely gone. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's growing back slowly. He has a little stepper. With his one buff arm and his one tiny arm. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if we see rest for again. Probably not. I hope not. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, we so ba- here's then we go to Babs and is this this tiny cat lady? Um, pink guy, poor pink guy. Animal suit on, doesn't she? Just like ears or something. Michelle, like give us your thing. give us your Babs analysis here. I didn't I didn't pay attention to her that much. Okay, like, give us the cat's analysis. <laughs> that great, A plus. He looks like he's a little bit of a chonker. Good for him. I hope he gets fed more. I love him. He was great. Okay, do you want to see the, the cat back instead of Rastacor? Oh yeah, I want to see that that horrible monkey that the season loves replaced with only. The okay, monkey. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I always want the last monkey. I, I hate I, monkey. Oh my god. Like the monkey, can we at least agree the monkey is objectively more awful than? Oh my god, I can't remember his name. Who's the guy you hate? Who's not Ludo? Who's the guy? I don't the know. blue guy. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Glossary. Glossary. 
The monkey's objectively more awful than Glosseric. Who's the guy you hate that's not Ludo? No, I love the monkey. I hate Glosseric. I no, love monkey. <laughs> monkey's so funny. Monkey's back in Funny Edge. We'll get to that. Um, okay. <laughs> Apothecary Sherry. Um, she yada yada herself. Yeah, she, well, she, she's, she's just a hundred percent. I mean, wow. She really took violent. She just killed herself. Yeah. Wow. She was like doing like a butt joke. And I don't know. I think like if you have to go out, it's a pretty, that's a pretty intense way to do it. Yeah. She'll be back to normal eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they said, they said about Manfred. Yeah. So I guess that's how it works. Um, and, uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So they had oatmeal at this monster breakfast, right? Yes. Hot takes cold foods. Oatmeal is awful. I hate oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal is. What about berries, Sam? Why not berries? No, the berries can save oatmeal. Oatmeal is just what you feed like a horse. I'm not a horse. I'm a human being. <laughs> oatmeal, uh, oatmeal is not supposed to be good. It's healthy. That's what it's. Oatmeal. I'm not a horse. I'm a human being. Don't. You know, I'm not on this earth to eat oatmeal. <laughs> I, think Star, I think Star and Mark were having like pancakes. Good. Yeah. food. They they knew. No pancakes they opted out. to get too much meal. Okay. Do you think okay. that everyone got to pick their own meal? Yeah, it seems, seems pretty specific. I guess it is the royal uh, whatever, the royal China. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. Yeah, the queen's mind. That was a weird queen's monster breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like how like you'll have a spaghetti. Yeah, it does ramble. You'll have um, a spaghetti dinner or something as like, oh, let's get together for the community and have a spaghetti dinner. Like it's mm-hmm. a chili cook off. Yeah. True, okay. because oatmeal okay. spaghetti whole foods you can make like a huge quantity of and just like pass it around. That's probably why. Mm, it's easiest. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then we start like locks up everyone. And, uh, then Eclipsa frees them. And, uh, the, the starts are Eclipsa is gonna try to learn the trust of the Mutants plotline. So blah, 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 blah. So yeah, kind of like Dylan before you were saying, oh, I don't know, is Eclipsa gonna be evil? I was, I was at least 50% sure season three Eclipsa is gonna end up being, you know, the antagonist and the villain. But she's been taking active steps to make her life harder by trying to get people to like her. Mm. And, I mean, like, she even, she had the opportunity to uncrystallize her boo, and, it, you know, when faced with losing Star's trust, she decided that it wasn't worth it. Like, I I can't imagine she would turn evil now when she's had so many opportunities as queen to just get what she wants. And clearly, that's, that's not how she wants to get it. She has a sense of a moral conscience, so I'm not worried about her being a villain anymore, honestly. Okay, I mean, I think I, you're, you're right. The show's done a lot of work to... uh is it's a presenter in a positive light, but also there's a lot of stuff this episode, which I think is these these four episodes I think is sketchy. I think first of all that that episode from last week, uh she like possesses uh the the what whatever. Rombulus, yeah. Rombulus, doesn't yeah. matter. Uh I guess he's he's name dropped, I should have in these episodes, so I should know. But uh yeah, he's he, yeah, that's not good. Um he's kicking all the humans out of their home. She's kicking all the humans out of their homes next episode. Um, okay. Look though, okay. 
Okay, let's let's take those. That's at least that's though. a that's a questionable action. It's not no, necessarily it's a bad not. action. No, it's not because that that wasn't their rightful property. She was giving it back to the original owners. I mean, I it, think you know, I think even people that want to give stuff, they would have some sort of uh, thing for the the the. You not just kick people out with no other action, right? You do well, something. She's else. not a she's not a perfect ruler, and that's why she, when she's telling Sarah like, "Yo, I need that spell books," because she doesn't. She's only ever thought about using magic for herself. She doesn't know how to be a queen the sense of being in charge of a larger community like that's her weakest area so she's not going to be able to think of like oh well if i you know give these people back their land these other people won't have like i'm i don't think that's really even occurred to her yet but it's not because she's evil and she doesn't care it's because she's not used to thinking big picture that she's, way so she's just she was just really selfish before and now she's yeah Exactly. I feel That's like not that great that she was really selfish before. No, it's not that great, but it's relatable and it's like an actual, how an actual person would be. So I like it. I like it, but I, I just have a feeling that they'll end up doing like the whole thing where like, oh, she's trying so hard to be good. And then like, there's going to be like one last instance and she's just going to like snap and be like, what am I doing this for? Like, I could have had my like husband back a long time ago. And here I was trying to, like, make you people happy, and I can't even make you people happy, and now I'm unhappy, so I'm just going to set free my husband and wreak havoc on everybody. Right, so I I think the biggest evidence that Eclipse, uh, you know, like, she's not going to be straight evil, because she's like a... She's a she's the shades of gray with this character. So yeah. even if even if she's the antagonist, she's not going to be evil. But um, the biggest evidence is Star at the end of the last episode here, who does not hides from Eclipse of that the she has the shard of the spell book left, and um, presumably she's doing this because she doesn't trust that Eclipse won't just free Globgor. And she saw later in the episode that Globgor, or earlier in the episode that Globgor like did all these terrible things, and Eclipse is yeah. like, oh, it's more complicated than that, but. Um, you know, Star doesn't trust Eclipsa to not free her terrible monster husband. And since Eclipsa was very selfish before, she probably didn't have a great perspective on Globgore. Maybe not being a great person, loved her, maybe not a great person overall. Uh, don't really trust her view of Globgore. Um, and don't trust that she wouldn't free Globgore. So I think that's enough on its own. I think that's like, that's very important. And I think that's the biggest takeaway of the Spider Bite episode, too, is because, like, we, we, we're getting, I guess, more of an idea of what could have led people to be like, oh, like, Eclipse is the Queen of Darkness, because that was, like, something that we tried to explore in season three. And even in our investigation, we never got anything, like, Mm-hmm. We we literally got nothing out of it. Like, what did she do? Like, why? Like, what was the incident that, like, caused her to be crystallized? Like, we, we still don't know what that was. And so I don't think that we'll find out what that was until, like, it gets revealed, if it does, that, like, Eclipse is going to end up being, like, our, like, our antagonist this season season and learning about Globgor is really important because I always wondered if it wasn't if she was just like considered evil by proxy because she associated herself with uh, Globgor and it it would be even crazier if it was like Stockholm Syndrome because that would be insane like (laughs) like she uh, Eclipse is just like a prisoner of Globgor's, and then she falls in love with him, and he's like, oh, like, she's a queen of Muni, like, why don't I just 
make her fall in love with me, that kind of situation, because that would be wild. Also, terrible. that'd be really bad for the whole monster versus human subplot too. Yeah. That's one of the few things I, I do think the show has been handling fairly well the past four seasons. I mean, season one like really barely touched on it, but like season two full swing, and we've really kept on that too. And I, I do, I don't feel like. I mean, going back and forth, like, I feel like it's such a huge adjustment and it makes sense that you, you know, it's not going to change people's minds overnight, but I, I like that it's been a very consistent plot point and I really hope, I really hope it just keeps being complicated and have there not being a ton of a hundred percent right answers. Cause that's, I mean, that's good to learn too. Yeah, I think I think the show is going to do that. It's just going to be like gray throughout. And I think that might be good intellectually, but I wonder if might not be great television. I don't know. We'll see. But so my thing is so, okay. it's called Star versus the Forces of Evil. How can you really have gray morality in that? (laughs) that, We're trying to define what evil is. That's true. <laughs> Dude, Why do we need Toffee back? He was well, so straightforward. The, the real answer is that was the the show was very different in season one, and that was the name of the season one show, and we're a different show now. Um, it should be stars and the star versus the forces of moral ambiguity. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a better, that'd be a more accurate title, I think. At this yeah, point. and then like they could study it in like college and stuff, and write papers on it. That'd yeah, be good. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what we're doing right now. We're writing oh. star papers in podcast form. Um, well, yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, well, okay, we'll get back to surviving the spider bite. The, the specific evidence of Globgor being, but the, the other big piece of thing is like Globgor ate Shastakan. That's the the yeah, Shastakan yeah. being. I had to look this up. Eclipse's former uh, husband, right? Um, I forgot that. And then <laughs> but also, I, remember, I was like, why? Show, the show's been off the air for a year. It's, it's like, <laughs> I was like, who's Rastakan, and why do I care that he was eaten? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who that Eclipsa is. Eclipsa was arranged marriage to Shastakan, and then apparently oh. Oh. But Okay, so here's my problem with that, too, is because it doesn't quite fall in line with some other information that they've given us in this show. Like, for instance, um, Meteora was, or, like, they told, like, Rast. Rastican or yeah, Rastican. Whatever his face. <laughs> uh, that Eclipse's former husband. Um, he yes. he was the person who said like after Eclipse was crystallized to just like get rid of Meteora and to replace her with Festivia. So that doesn't mm-hmm. quite fall in line. If, like, they had already taken care of, like, the Eclipsa, like, Globgor situation, but Globgor ate Rast- Shastakan. What's his name? King Shastakan. Maybe they, that's, maybe they, um, crystallized Eclipsa first, though, and then they went after Globgor. Could that be true? Maybe, but I feel like if they were gonna do, like, if they were gonna do one, they would have done them both at the same time. I don't know, because, I mean, well, maybe they were both in the same place, but they probably weren't, right? Maybe. Maybe they, I mean, I honestly, I would have considered, if I was anti-Eclipsa, I would be way more concerned about her, because she's got, like, her own crazy magic going on. Like, Glockgore's big, but, like, that's all he has. So, <laughs> so I feel like, for? <laughs> yeah, Eclipse is a way more wild card, so I definitely want to crystallize her first. That's true. 
That's interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to investigate the timeline about this. Uh, that's, that's a good point by April, but I don't. <laughs> I'm so, I didn't remember Shastakan, so I'm not going to remember the details about <laughs> about what happened here. But but I uh, remember the details about Meteora. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. more. Yeah. Sometimes we can rewatch Schooled. Has too many side characters and expects me to remember them all. Yeah, but, I mean, I think I think no. Star does expect a lot for, but but it's all it's just it was this is just context of like we had a particularly long off season here, um, so that was. Okay. That's not their fault. Um, but yeah, that, that Shaskin thing was like, I guess, a major plotline in 3B. So that wasn't, if, if that happened to have been three months ago instead of, you know, a year ago, might have, we would have, anyway. Um, let's talk about the, sp- the spider episode since, uh, since we're already talking about the surviving the spider bites. We're all hyped for the return of Princess Spider Bite here. And, uh, I mean, she's on her phone the whole time. Yeah. Well, first, I was like, where's Slime? Because that was the thing I remembered was Slime, their, their Slime boyfriend. And then he comes in and that's supposed to be a big surprise. But it's like, oh yeah, that's what we know them for. Um, the, the, I don't remember her being on her phone the whole time, previous episodes, but I don't remember. The, Maybe she was talking to Slime Boy. One. Yeah, I remember that. Got a new <laughs> compact, yeah. Or, the, the, got it from, uh, yeah, the, from the Pony Ed show. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but, uh, the, the, she star, stars in her silver bell ball dress, right? That's what this whole episode, or maybe it's her name day dress. Um, is it the same thing? Uh, it's but, a dress we've seen before, but I don't remember yeah. which occasion. Yeah, we can, we can fact check this quickly, but, um, yeah, she's, she's, the Eclipse is missing and it's the first, uh, royal visit since Eclipse is the Queen of the Spider Bites, um, King, Queen Spider Bite. We saw all this monster stuff and then it's like, oh, you, the spider, the King, Queen Spider Bite are racist. And no, they're not. Uh, uh, their daughter's dating a monster. Here comes Slime and then they kiss and, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Healthiest couple on the show, obviously. Um, Slime and uh, Spider Bite Princess. Um, Rune, Moon, and River—they're doing fine. They're, 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 they're doing okay. <laughs> they're, they're okay. Uh, and then they—they—they uh, they, they just hate Globgore. They don't hate—they uh, don't hate the monsters. Um, and uh, all these things that Star showed—they were violent Globgore things, and uh, including like burning a Spider Bite village to the ground. And they just hate Eclipsa. And so Star finds Eclipsa and, um, there's, uh, talks to Eclipsa, like, smooth things over with the spider bites. And, um, she says she's not gonna free, uh, Globgore. They're keeping him so you can be at ease. And, um, I think the big question is, like, do we believe that? Because this is a big, uh, turnaround from earlier this season when she's trying to free Globgore at all costs. Well, that was before I think she really had to think about what it means to be queen, though. She was just, you know, thrust into that new knowledge of, oh, this is your title. You get all this stuff. Here it goes. She's just like, cool, I have this stuff now. This is what I want to do with it. But now she's just taking more time to think about everyone else's impressions of the situation and has decided that winning them over is important to her. So that's what she's focusing her energy mainly towards now. That's a good point. I feel like it's, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's been a progression. They haven't like really pointed it out aggressively, but I feel like it's definitely been there the last, however, like six episodes. Yeah. I guess that's the show's perspective is like, we've, the show, we've shown how Eclipsa is like maturing and being queen and like, and like changing her view on freeing Globgore and stuff. But I think also we don't blame Star for not trusting that. 
here. No, I yeah, I think both things can be true. And like the reason the, the Spider-Man episode's my favorite of the four is just because it's so sad at the end when Eclipsa has to say, you know, like okay, you want it, you want to feel better? Come here. Come on, guys. This is there he is. The love of my life. He's frozen forever. Look, I'll try to break it. Oh, can't do it. It broke the thing. That's how safe you are. And they're like, woohoo. Yeah, it's basically like you said. That's awesome. We feel so much better. And she's like, yeah, that's great. I'm glad she's feel better. Like, that's so sad for her. Because other than Star, she really doesn't have anyone in her corner except for the person who's behind the crystallization. And maybe he ate people. We don't really know. People, he probably did, but it's also complicated. And I honestly, I feel bad for Eclipsa because like that's a huge person she could be getting support from that she, I mean, it looks like she might never see again. And that, that sucks. And everyone hates him, and that sucks, too. And she's kind of doing this on her own, except for Star. But Star doesn't 100% trust her. So it's just tough. It's just tough to be Eclipsa right now. Yeah. I feel for her. Sam, you would you trust Eclipsa if you were Star? Well, I don't know. Um, if I were Star, I wouldn't be me. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> More like if, if, I, if I were in Star's position, yes. yeah, I would. Yes. I would. I definitely would. Um, I believe in giving people, not all people, but people the benefit of the doubt and, like, redemption and stuff, which I think Eclipsa is working towards, and I think she could use all the support she can get at this time. And, you know, I, you could be, like, a questionable person in the past, but what matters is what you're doing now and what you're working to do. And if your heart is true, which I think Eclipses is, I think she wants to be a good person and do right by everybody. Yeah. I yeah. think that's, that's yeah. fair. Um, I, boy, I, someone who's like, if we're going by the, what Michelle was presenting in like Eclipse was just this very selfish person. And now she's learning not to be selfish. Um, I would have a really hard time trusting that person not to be selfish anytime soon. Yeah. Um, well, and but, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Like, she's just been taking actual measurable steps to not just be selfish. And that speaks volumes to me. That's all I'm saying. Like for that to demonstrate that willingness to hold herself back from immediately getting what she wants at the expense of others seems like a really good indication that she's going to keep heading in that direction, at least for the near future. Yeah, I. she certainly has taken steps. I'd like to see some big steps. I don't know. I was going to say, but all of the steps that she's taken are very, like, small. And I, I, I understand that she's in a situation that it's really hard to prove, like, how trustworthy you can be. Um, and it's, but, like, I feel like things like a monster, like Queen's Monster Brunch or things like that are just such, like, small steps but she's also only really making steps with like monsters and we haven't really seen what she's been doing with like the humans other than like setting them free in the um when star put them all in prison so i guess that's a nice step but like i I don't know like i'm so like on the fence like i want her to be a good person but i just if i were star i would still be very like uh, like cautious so i don't think that i would reveal i'd I'd rather like ask for forgiveness later 
Like, if she does reveal herself to be, like, a truly good person, then I'd be like, okay, like, I'm so sorry I kept this from you. Here's this piece of the book. Like, and if she's truly, like, understanding, then she'll she'll be okay with it. But if not, then that's, like, I think that'll be, like, another turning point, too, is, like, when Star finally does reveal that she has the, the corner piece or whatever of the spell book and how yeah. Eclipsa reacts yeah. to that. Yeah, well, she'd be, well, she'd be upset at that. Um, yeah, I think, uh, every, everything she's done has been almost like just for show. I feel like the Pony Ed show is the, like the, is the prime example of that. We'll get to that in a second. But, um, a, a lot of, uh, representative like things. Nothing like, let, let's, let's, let's see you actually lock Glob Gore away for good. Let's see you send him off to another dimension and not have that, not him there or something. I don't know. Not um, much brunch by his crystallized body. <laughs> That's weird. Is she um, gonna and, join like a, a what do you call it, like a dating site? Like what would that be in Star Universe? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the, yeah. The, the dating, yeah, dating app. That could uh, that could be an episode. That, yeah, that, 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 that probably would be. Trying to date again? Oh, yeah, no, this is that, that could be an episode. Yeah, and I also think like the fact that Star is making this decision at the end to not trust her fully and not give her this this book corner. I think like that's not you know Star like gave her the the kingdom at the end of last season. She's that must be tough on her that she's responsible for this potentially perilous position to put a lot of people in. So I don't know. I wonder if uh, a future episode will be about her not taking this well and starting to doubt herself and. Um, maybe she feels responsible for Eclipse of being in power, so she's going to be the most skeptical of her now. I think that would make sense. Is she going to stage a coup? Well, Moon going to stage a coup, right? Like she's building up a kingdom. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It really makes you think. <laughs> yeah, who we'll see. Will, who will be the one to stage the coup? Yeah, I, I think it's someone. Count. It's someone. <laughs> Um, and also, I, I guess I would say there's been really good discussion on Eclipsa like the past 15 minutes. And I think like the fact that the, 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 these episodes inspire that discussion well, like, so that'd be my argument for why these are at least OK, is because there's stuff in here that is like pretty interesting for Eclipsa's characterization and for the show thematically. So I think like there, there's there's content here to uh, to like drive Star forward as a show. And this Eclipsa thing has always been interesting discussion uh, uh, fodder, I think. I feel like it's more successful now than it was in season three. Season three felt like, oh, what are we doing? Like, what are we even doing with the clips? And now it's like, okay, we're doing, we're going to be doing something. I don't know what it is. It's interesting to go on the journey of what it is, but at least we're like going somewhere with the clips finally. Uh, so very interested to see what we're doing with that. Um, in probably, uh, soon, although maybe not next week with the Blood Moon fall happening. So, um, something with the curse of Blood Moon. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's, uh, Pony Head Show, because that was another big clip of thing. Yeah. So, yes. most of this episode is, is zaniness. Um, <laughs> we start off with this, like, snake monster playing, like, snake. What's the name? Is this, this game called Snake? But, uh, this is like an old computer game where you, like, uh, where you eat the things. And yeah. And you eat the thing, grows, you grow and, longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's snake. If you touch yeah. your tail, you you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like seeing that. That was fun. Um, the pony pony head show. I thought it was fantastic. What a what a host she is, and uh, I, I support her. Fully. It was the perfect combination of her. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot here. I think the best parts are Marco and Kelly. Um, they have like yeah. nonsense yes. that happens. I didn't know that about wrestling either. <laughs> Michelle. It's wait, hold, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, time out, Michelle. 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 
didn't watch wrestling. You didn't know, you know wrestling was fake. Yeah. No, why does anyone watch it if it's all predetermined? It's like a soap opera, but yeah, forgot. It's it's a drama. Have you? Yeah. There's a, there's a South Park episode. I'll share it with you. <laughs> It's not appropriate for this discussion. This is like a big pop culture thing that wrestling is fake. Like, it's a thing that's frequently referenced, I feel like. Everyone knows this. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's not a secret. The people, the normal people who watch it don't know who's going to win, but the people fighting, one of them's going to, like, take a dive and they're like, yeah. 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 That sounds like a crime. That just—it's <laughs> it's like money on the it's a TV line. show. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's scripted. Um, it's it's basically that was the equivalent of uh, Kelly finding out Santa isn't real, right? Like that's the. Yep. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. This is like so. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> You're paid to take a dive and then you don't. Do like, do you get fired? Do you yeah, like it, it, you get fired yeah. if they go off the script. Sure. Well, yeah. so most wrestlers are just like contracted yeah. for their like uh, promotion that they work for. So right. th- they're free to move about in the binds of their contract. And I guess that's probably written in. You know, you can't blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know wrestling man okay. how is that exciting if you if you okay, know okay okay <laughs> that's oh man sometimes people just want to watch like big beefy guys just like pin each other on the mat and like, i guess like sumo wrestling's maybe kind of a similar appeal okay Okay. Okay. Like I like the like drama of things, but putting it in a, a different setting. Yeah, it's like combining TV and sports, right? Like yeah. it's yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's, okay. I like that Michelle didn't know this. That's very fun. Uh, <laughs> so Michelle was Kelly when she was like. Uh, yeah, our, I mean, I wasn't as invested as Kelly apparently was. destroyed uh, that yeah, the wrestling was fake. And then uh, later, uh, Marco and Kelly are, K- Kelly offers to make the Marco's uh, tortas at uh, Kelly's house. So Mark Kelly advances. Yeah, definitely. Alex will be excited. Yeah, we'll get his take. <laughs> and also, it was so sweet that Marco, like, he knew he upset Kelly, and he went, he like went to go like apologize and stuff. I thought that was cute. It's a, such a small moment, but mm-hmm. adorable. But where does this leave Starco? <laughs> Nowhere in the dust underground. <laughs> Michelle. Marco's moving on, man. He's not going to forever. Okay, okay. He's not so full oatmeal in the corner. He's going to move on. Get out of here. Okay. (laughs) Michelle just didn't know wrestling was fake. uh, Insulting Starco. I mean. Yeah, Michelle's um, a real dark What a performance there. (laughs) (laughs) It's horse racing fake, too. I mean, now everything Um, could be a lot. I don't know. Could horse racing be rigged? Well, we'll, we'll investigate. Um, <laughs> we'll investigate uh, on the uh, BoJack podcast in a couple we saw, months. Yeah, ago. we saw all the uh, Ponyhead family, Seahorse. Um, but then at the end, uh, I, I thought it was all kind of fun. It was uh, weird and zany, but that's star. It was like season one zany. Yes, yes. That's a good yeah. Um, is yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think th- these are season one episodes with endings that are season for material, right? Like that's kind of what they are. But uh we get the ending is uh Eclipsa's performance. Um let's make magic and reach for the stars. And uh she's like giving her story and her situation and trying to inspire empathy and but she only gets down votes and that but then at the end one kid uh upvotes the smiley faces it. So what did we think of Eclipse's song? It was great. I don't know. It was great. <laughs> I, I 
liked it. I, I can't tell if that was really her singing it, but it was a nice song. It was good. It was a good. It was yeah. a gorgeous sequence too, animated. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked her skull, her skeleton guitar, and how somebody yeah. was like, "Your guitar is made out of dead pe- people." Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> they take it. <laughs> All the twins, yeah. yeah. It's like a like a death shanty from the 1500s. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was going to mention uh, Ponyhead's uh, story about her necklace and uh, doubting that Dylan <laughs> was really, really going to like that. That was such a great... Yeah. Uh, I laughed out loud at that one. <laughs> more playing with Ponyhead's uh, character design, which is great. Um, also, by the way, Delaney says uh, that... Uh, she says, tell everyone... She was at a con today. She tell everyone I saw the cutest cosplay. This little girl was Star, and we saw her several times, and we saw her mom was Queen Moon. Aww! Aww. Yes, there you go from Delaney. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, there's other stuff in Pony Ed Show, but that's that's always <laughs> that's all we need to talk about. Probably, I I kind of this is kind of my second favorite episode, to be honest. I, I liked all the nonsense, um, and I like the I thought the performance at the end was like really gorgeous and uh, just notably animated sequence. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I love I love all of the ways that we're like still showing Star using magic, but without a wand. Yeah. Yeah, I love Star Levitating and Eclipsa. That's mm-hmm. so, so gorgeous, yeah. Even, that, even in, like, the what is it, the first episode, the Yada Yada Berries one, like, I loved all of the times that she would just, like, it was almost like she was, like, charging up her power, like, in her fist, and just sort of, like, it, or she'd have the rainbow fist. That was kind of fun. I liked all that. Yeah, I love the rainbow fist threatening people. <laughs> <laughs> So many fun uh, star magic moments. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of they they are doing a lot of really interesting ways showing star doing magic that one. I love that. So um, I also think that's a major arc we're doing too, and where that's going. Um, so well, because they talked about it at the end of the spider bites episode too. Because yeah, she's like she's like look like you're using magic without a wand. Like I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that, yeah, that that's interesting. We have a lot of interesting plot threads here. Of course, Starko um, added to all that. Um, and the, the, all the relationship drama, all the eclipse stuff, stars, all the human monster. Um, well, next week, Curse of the Blood Moon, so. Oh my gosh, so excited. <laughs> I mean, I don't want that title to get me too hyped because I've been burned so many times from Steven that way. I hope it's a crazy episode. It's also, it's also a half hour episode, so. Oh, oh. But I mean, so was Gem Harvest, and that was just Thanksgiving. You never can tell. Look, it's my birthday's in like a week and some days. This is my <laughs> birthday, we'll present. Start okay. birthday present. Okay, let's say. See her. Okay, so we'll be, we'll talk. We'll be talking Curse of the Blood Moon next. So let's get final thoughts on all these episodes, uh, Michelle. Okay, I actually from talking about them, I guess they they had a lot more small stuff that was like pretty substantial. I just think um I'm I'm getting a little bogged down by, you know, how repetitive the structure is and then that's a little distracting to me. But every episode does have like a legitimate high point. I just wish that was more of the episode and not just the end. But they're not bad. They're not bad episodes. I just I want them to shake it up a little. Maybe have a little bit more plot. That that, and I, I'm not the first. Like, I'm not a plot crazy person, but for right now, where we are, I just want to know what the arc of this this series is going to be for for season four, final season. I want to know where we're going, but I I can wait. We're only six episodes in, so 
Yeah. Yeah. Only six of 21, so still a lot of star season four to go. Uh, April, final thoughts here? Um, I also feel better now that we've talked this out about these episodes, but I agree that we need to, like, shake up this structure and... I think that, yeah, we're only like six episodes in, but I feel like at, we should, at this point, we should have some kind of idea of what, like, this <laughs> final arc is going to be. <laughs> it's driving me crazy, because I'm, like, trying to find it, like, I'm like Eclipse of trying to find, like, traces of the burned book of spells. Like, where is, where is this final arc? Is this it? And Glossark's just telling me now, so... <laughs> Glasserk's just down there. Don't 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 bring Glasserk into this. That's Sorry. that's. Uh, <laughs> he has new pants now. Isn't that great? The silkworms. Yeah. Sam, what final thoughts? I don't have any thoughts about Glasserk's pants. No. Okay. Um, I would prefer not to have a pony head centric episode in the future. Okay, I'll be the lone pony head stand here. That's I mean, okay, I love Jenny Slate, but like, I just I can't do it. I can't. Part of being an adult is realizing when you don't like something and listen to your cup of tea and just walking away. That is true. That's how I feel. Are you vowing to not view future Ponyhead episodes? Honestly, I was considering (laughs) skipping this one today. Uh, I was I was wow. really thinking about it because I was just like, do I really want to watch can this? You, can you imagine if you hadn't watched it and then we were asking you questions and you were just <laughs> making stuff up? Like I that would have been great. It was I, a random episode. You probably could say like, oh yeah, I love that part where she does that weird thing. That was that was yeah. a lot. And we'd be like, oh I, yeah. I believe in my ability to improv, so I could probably do it. Okay, Sam. Sam could probably do it. Uh, I could probably do it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, no, I think I think you 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 there there would have been no way to tell with that episode if you'd seen it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been fun. Um, I did that on the uh, the Boy in the World podcast too years ago. So podcast, you didn't watch that. Uh, I watched half. Of it. <laughs> okay. Did did I know that at the time? Um, I don't think you did. You I know now. Were, I think you were acting okay. a bit differently that day. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, that, that's like three years. That's a, that's a good, I remember that being a good podcast. That's a weird movie. Okay. Uh, that's it. For this, uh, I have no further thought. I want to, can I talk more about Ransom Graham? Uh, can we do that? No. Do you want to do that? No. Okay. Uh, stars by. It's great. Everything's great. Uh, yeah. I love it. It is. You blushed a whole lot of that lady's arms. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, more, more, please more of that. I mean, I know that it's, it's, we already finished the show, but. Let's put, put more of that in there. Uh, then we're excited for Curse of the Blood Moon next week. It's all happening. Uh, we'll be back for that at OverlyUnmitted.com. Make sure you're subscribed to us down to start future star discussions on iTunes or on our YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Um, let us know what you thought of these episodes in the comments on YouTube or on the website, or you can talk on our Discord with us at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Or you can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our page of the podcast. David, a.k.a. Papa Papillon, and thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, speaking of that Patreon nickname, check out our Ladybug podcast at OverlandMinute.com, our Promise Neverland podcast, not appropriate, our Love, Death, and Robots, not appropriate. Um, <laughs> uh, I love these disclaimers. It's great. For the children listening. Um, and a bunch of other stuff coming up uh, next week, too. Uh, so find all that at OverlandMinute.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.